Hi there, it's Memory from Friends Abroad Relationship School, and today is the 12th of June 2022. And I wanted to do an intentional healing video. The message I wanted to share today is around love on the second and third levels and how they are affected by love on the first level. So I did write a post around existential well-being today and um, existential well-being has got four dimensions of existence which means we are psychological, personal, we are physical, we are social and we are uh, spiritual human beings and we need to address all areas of all four areas of dimensions sorry all four dimensions of existence to avoid an existential crisis if we do not address one of the four dimensions of existence we will plunge into an existential crisis so what happens is i'm not going to go into all four of them today but um, i wanted to talk about love on three levels in relationship to the four dimensions of existence what happens is sometimes we want to get into a romantic relationship and we also want to help others and we also want friendships and other relationships however the challenge that we have is while connection on a social level or social dimension of existence is important, we also need to foremost address the psychological existence or the personal existence. Why? Because if we are not grounded in who we are, if we don't have an identity, if we don't know what we really want in our lives, if we don't have an idea of how our past ever has accept, affected us and has led us to where we are, and we don't have a clear idea of where we want to go, what we will end up doing is we will look for relationships and try to control others so that we create an identity in others. And what will also happen is that when we try to help others, we will try to use others to feel good or to find worthiness in the greater good or doing something purposeful in brackets for others and that doesn't work and this is why sometimes our relationships my romantic relationships are a challenge because we have no idea of who we are we are not grounded in who we are and we are trying to salvage some happiness from being with somebody or from helping other people. We have a lot of people who are seemingly wanting to help others and they mean well. But the problem is they don't have an idea of who they are because they themselves have not addressed their inner stuff. They have not healed themselves. And in trying to help others, they are just trying to see if they can extract some some feel-good moments or they're thinking that it might bring them some worthiness. And also, some people might also look into tapping into wealth, money, making money. We've got people who advertise uh, making money a lot and some people who are trying to get wealthy by any means necessary. 
because they are thinking that by having money and material possessions or a good chiseled body or by having you know uh, whatever they can do with their faces to look you know like better than every other people or like people who the world deems uh, better than everyone else they might feel worthy but it doesn't work because what happens is worthiness is actually a given we are all worthy and when we are trying to extract it in any other way it means we have no sense of who we are and we are lacking an identity and that all comes from trauma and conditioning so it is important that we heal our inner stuff we heal our psychological existence we address our traumas and then we can tap into our relationships look for a romantic relationship a friendship have our children because we actually sometimes have children and we want to feel a sense of worthiness uh, by having children or with our children and their achievements and and things like that so it's important that we recognize that and what I'm trying to say here is there's nothing wrong with having any of those things but we need to be mindful that we are not using those things or those people as a source of worthiness and the other part that i had not mentioned is that um, unless again we have a sense of who we are we might also use spiritual practices to create an identity or a source of worthiness but we are human and to be human is to feel and we need to tap in and feel those emotions because that's what makes us human and if we use spiritual practices without tuning into our emotions it's called spiritual bypassing if we use other people to help them so that we feel a sense of worthiness it's called spiritual bypassing also because we can use the guru bypass or we can use the um any bypass where we sort of uh, feel like we are doing much better transcendence bypass very very important and other forms of spiritual bypassing so i just wanted to share this today the next part of our healing uh, session is around what you have done for yourself today what did you do to address your healing and uh, also how have you loved yourself with five love languages and five senses have you done your self care today gratitude meditation affirmations certain intention laughter uh, self hugs cathartic shake uh, and also have you been, been mindful in your interactions in what you do in life in your boundaries in setting segment intending in forgiveness in less complaining in your um, thoughts have you been reframing and have you done a system or objective evaluation of your triggers because we know daily something is going to trigger us and we need to learn to sit with our emotions and to parent ourselves because that's exactly what we do for baby when baby is crying we have a baby in us the inner child who needs to be soothed every day and maybe you want to reflect on three people who inspired you today and also any any significant 
event or incident that you want to share in your journal very important the next thing i wanted to share tonight is a sift sim for those of you who might be new to my videos a sift sim is an objective evaluation of our triggers and it's an important tool that can help us to create solutions that are fit for purpose in our best interest using our emotions and i wanted to share a sift sim about something that happened on friday the first thing we do is to evaluate our previous sift sim and find out how we are doing in our healing so the previous sift sim i did on the 8th was about making a decision um, about reducing the number of sift sims from april was every day may was three times a week and june is going to be twice a week and so my evaluation is that i'm doing this second one uh, for this week because i did the first one on the 8th and i'm going to continue until the end of june and then evaluate again so the trigger for friday that i wanted to share was this i'll just explain a little bit i went to see uh, a client in a home in their home and there were two other professionals from a different discipline in the same place and they were frustrated and complaining and one of them was really agitated so to support them i just said to her just take i understand what's happening just take a deep breath take a few deep breaths and then she said don't start so my trigger is uh, when i try to support a colleague they did, were not receptive and the way they communicated with me made me feel res disrespected so what you want to do is to look into your trigger what happened and how did it make you feel that's how we articulate the trigger statement so i tried to uh, to encourage or to support a colleague and they were reactive and it made me feel disrespected so that's my trigger and um, what we want to look into when we look into a trigger is the trigger score from 0 to 10 my score was about a 7 out of 10 the next thing we need to do is to do some deep breathing as we do to ground let's take a deep breath in and out in out in out so when we do a trigger evaluation it's like we are back to that moment when it happened and i invite you to do the same about your trigger something that you need to work on and the next thing we need to look into our pre-triggers in the morning of that day i had had another incident not with anybody but it was my own trigger where i noticed something and i felt like i felt invalidated when i noticed that thing it had other people included but they were not there and it might not actually have been intentional that was just me 
and I parented that. But I will mention that as a pre-trigger just to help people who might want to know uh, pre around pre-triggers. Self-care, I'm doing my self-care. And maybe you have not healed your trauma or you have, or maybe you are tired. Like for me, sometimes when I'm tired, I feel triggered really easily. Uh, so look into things or factors that might exacerbate the impact of the trigger. Now we need to tune into the wisdom of the body and explore sensations. My feet are cold. I've got a bit of a sore tummy. Uh, not cut wrenching. Uh, but my chest heaved in that moment. Yes, it heaved. And my chest was a bit sore and my shoulders were tense and I felt redness, a red heat in my, a heat in my face. So the idea is to parent yourself whilst you do this exercise. Anywhere where you feel tension, try to massage yourself and do the same as mother would do for a child in their care. And the next thing we want to look into our images. I could see this person walking out uh, exasperated and me trying to follow them um, outside. And feelings, feeling sad, feeling sad, feeling disappointed, feeling unhappy well sad and happy and disappointed and disrespected and that was me and then thoughts how what did I do I'm only trying to help why would someone respond to me like that that is not very professional I think we need to talk outside because it's not right to talk in front of um, a client in this manner so these were the thoughts that were going through my head. So I also invite you to look into the thoughts going through your head around this situation. And why? Why did I feel disrespected that this person has re had responded in, in a non-receptive way to my suggestion to breathe? I guess I felt that it was unprofessional more than anything else and that it was uncalled for. That's what I viewed my why as in that moment. It was uncalled for and it was unprofessional because it was in front of a client. So that is me and how I felt and that's my root cause. And I have a trigger. Most of the time I have two main triggers around respect and control to be in control so that was my major one in that moment and now what we need to do is to parent um, ourselves around whatever we are going through i invite you also to look into your own trigger and your why and then to parent yourself meet your inner child and speak to her as you would speak to a child who you love i love you so much memory and i know that you might be feeling disrespected and you might feel like you did your best and someone did not accept your recommendation and it's okay. This person might be feeling what they are feeling and although they it doesn't feel right, 
that they reacted the way they did but you don't know where they are coming from people are carrying so much weight around them I would like to let you know that I love you so much and it's no reflection on you how they reacted and it is important that you remain grounded and know that I'm here for you and I love you and I care for you and I respect you so much and it doesn't matter when someone feels like they do not respect you it's no reflection on your worthiness and it's no reflection on your character and it is important that you can talk to them and you also let it go maybe be curious and find out what they are going through this moment because it's important that we understand where other people are coming from i love you so much and i'm going to have a word with this person before we leave here and i'm going to do my best to protect you and also to respect you and to make you feel ahead you take care now and i'll see you soon so that's the conversation I had with my inner child in that short period of time. And reframes, what are the thoughts are there? This person might be tired, this person might be struggling, this person might have been working all morning and it was taking its toll on them. Maybe they've got other pressures, we don't know. There's no need to accept the way that they spoke at the same time. There's also no need to respond in the same way that they responded. But the conversation can be had to address the situation. And then standing in their shoes, maybe they would say that they were feeling exhausted, exasperated and upset by this situation. And uh, they didn't really mean to lash out at me. Okay. The next thing we need to do is to create solutions. So the first solution we create short-term and long-term self-care and then the next solution is to look into having a conversation with this person because this is in a professional environment and um, to help and also to help to reassure the client so that they are not too agitated because the situation was getting the client more agitated rather than trying to soothe them and reassure them and the next solution would be to maybe be curious and also find out what's going on with this person if possible and if there's no resolution it was the only other possible route would have been to talk to their office um, and also to address the situation itself because there was a situation and it needed addressing so that's really important to do that instead of just looking at this problem because obviously for them to get into that state it was because of the situation and maybe they don't have tools to handle such situations and that is what i was going to do in that situation in that scenario and long term just continue to parent myself self-care and also to support others and also not to take anything personally and after that we do a cathartic shake this and the score now after that was about a two out of ten and i'm going to evaluate this um 
trigger in my second in my next shift sem probably tuesday or wednesday and it's going to be interesting because i resolve we resolved this that situation within a period of 30 minutes to an hour and it was really good a good resolution but for the sake of learning in this community i'm going to leave the evaluation for the next shift sem and that is it i hope you have also created solutions for your own situation and this is something that you need to do on a daily basis to tune into your emotions and to parent yourself and to create solutions and uh, once you have done that and you've evaluated your score you can find another activity to do which can help you maybe you can do a cathartic shake you can do catharsis you can do exercise maybe go for a run that's really good for you and you need to run recalling what has happened and what you are working through and that can be very helpful because running on its own can help you lose weight can help you stay fit but if you link it with emotional healing it can actually help you to release emotions if you are feeling your feelings and also releasing the endorphins during the running very very important i hope that was helpful and i hope you continue to work on the quality of your life before relationships see you soon bye bye